Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's seven minutes past five o'clock. Rick Dayton's Drive at Five is on the air right now. The Oval Office will be the place where the president tonight addresses the nation. A Friday night primetime speech at 7 o'clock talking about the extension of the debt ceiling for the next two years. The bipartisan budget agreement passed by a final vote of 63-36 in the U.S. Senate Thursday night. That sends the bill to the president's desk. The House had already passed it. The name of it over there was the Fiscal Responsibility Act. Vote there was 314 to 117. Senators from both parties voted to protect the hard-earned economic progress we have made and prevent a first-ever default by the United States, said Biden in a statement Overnight, he is expected to sign that legislation. Biden brokered the deal with the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy after promising that he would not negotiate over the debt ceiling, a posture he maintained even as the leaders hashed out a plan to slash the federal budget. One person who is not all that crazy about it, however, is Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, as he joined a handful of Democrats in voting no on that legislation, saying that he did not want to suspend the debt ceiling and cut non-defense domestic spending. The Democrat from here in Pennsylvania said he objected to new requirements that are required for this bill for benefits under SNAP, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. He called them damaging to the poor and an opening for Republicans to seek future cuts. As for Fetterman, he was one of five Democrats and independents who caucus with the party to vote no. 31 Republicans voted no. Pennsylvania's other Democratic Senator, Bob Casey, was one of 36, I'm sorry, 46 Democrats to support the measure, along with 17 Republicans. Fetterman said that he told the Senate leadership and the White House that he would have supported the bill if it would have failed without his vote. Out with a bang as Cheswick has seen a change in its skyline. Cheswick not known for a massive skyline, but two big things that were very visual from a long way away. Oh, no longer there. As an implosion this morning took down two large smokestacks that had been there as part of the history of Cheswick at the generating station in Springdale. The uh, road closures all around the area started about 5.30 this morning, and then they uh, now have started to get things opened up once again. One of the towers was 552 feet in the air, the other 750 feet. They had decommissioned a lot of that area. Work at the site had been going on uh, since Cheswick, the uh, county's last coal-fired power plant, basically stopped making power back in the spring of 2022. Also, we understand right now that all power has been restored to the area. When those towers came down, they did hit a few lines. Power is back on, and crews are working on the final cleanup. The main road is expected to be open. They said just moments ago they think everything was going to be done and open back up by 5 p.m. today. 
Pittsburgh Public Schools announcing that Obama 6 through 12 and Peabody Early Childhood Center are moving to remote instruction through the end of the school year. No air conditioning, limited ventilation, supply chain issues, they say, uh, are going to make it so that they can't support a timely repair. Because most classrooms do not have windows or windows that can be opened, the proper flow of cool, fresh air through the building is limited, according to a press release. The last day of school for students is June 14th, but they're going to go remotely the rest of the year at those two schools. Teachers will contact students about finals and end-of-year activities. By the way, SAT testing that was scheduled to take place tomorrow has been canceled. By the way, the school board is now being asked to approve the purchase of a replacement air conditioning chiller for the facility. Estimated cost $1.4 million. That chiller replacement project, they say, is not supposed to be done until spring of 2024. Dan Mead says he can still hear the gunshot. He can still see the muzzle flash plain as day is what he said from the witness stand today. The shot came from behind the synagogue glass door, glass shattered and into his leg. He also said the third day of testimony in the trial of the, pits of the accused Pittsburgh synagogue shooter Robert Bowers that while the shrapnel hit his left leg, the rifle round hit his hand and blasted his arm upward. He says his arm moved like a rag doll. He was the first officer to encounter Bowers in the morning of the mass shooting that left 11 dead in the Squirrel Hill Synagogue. Now Bowers, 50, faces 63 federal charges, including hate crime-related counts and the prospect of the death penalty. While he has pleaded not guilty to the specific charges against him, his lawyer has acknowledged that he was indeed the shooter. The synagogue just a few blocks away from Zone 4 Police Precinct, where Meade and his partner were not quite on duty yet. They were supposed to work 10 to 6 that day. But when the shots rang out at 9.54, they immediately went to the synagogue and found themselves right in the middle of the crossfire. The Department of Justice is closing at least one of its cases relating to classified documents. That's the one around former Vice President Mike Pence. They say that he will not be charged in the discovery of classified documents at his Indiana home, according to a letter obtained by NBC News. The Justice Department's National Security Division informed Pence's attorney it closed the investigation. It was based on the results of that probe. No charges are going to be filed against the former vice president. He was interviewed as part of the DOJ investigation, along with several aides, according to a source familiar with the matter. The Department of Justice declined to comment. However, one official confirmed the department did indeed send the letter to his attorney. Timing of the investigation certainly is a relief for Pence, as he plans to announce his bid for president next week. And special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into former President Donald Trump's handling of classified documents could also be reaching a decision point as to whether charges are going to be filed there. CIA Director Bill Burns, a secret chip to China back in May. He visited Beijing, his first trip to China since becoming the head of the intelligence agency in the Biden administration. Burns went to Beijing to meet with his Chinese counterparts, quote, to emphasize the importance of maintaining open lines of communication and intelligence channels, said the official. The uh, visit was first reported by the Financial Times of London. The CIA director was in China after Beijing had broken off most of the regular calls between senior diplomatic, intelligence and military officials in the aftermath of the shootdown of a Chinese spy balloon back in early February. And finally, guess who else was in China? Elon Musk, the Tesla and Twitter CEO, 
has just recently been restored to the position of the world's richest man. Well, he was welcomed by top officials and showered with praise by members of the public during a two-day trip to China as Musk expressed his opposition to the decoupling of the world's two largest economies, a sign of the growing tensions belied by his warm welcome. During that trip, he met with the foreign commerce and industry ministers of China, as well as senior business figures there. He was even meted by the foreign minister after landing in the Chinese capital on Tuesday. He made limited public comments and details of the meetings remained largely private, but the foreign ministry quoted him as describing the U.S. and Chinese economies as conjoined twins and saying that he was opposed to moves that might undo that. That is today's Drive at Five, and those are the stories driving headlines. It's a quarter past five on the second day of June. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 